God made me fresh. Lil' Dilly from the bottom of the map. I ain't gotta have a strap. I still get him with the rap. Hating Dilly, man, you gotta be an idiot. In fact, took the monkey off, then I put the city on my back. Country boy, but I hang around city slickers. This is sh, well, I got it at the kitty litter. If my brother need a dollar, he gon' get a tenner. Yeshua and Nazareth was not a penny pincher. Welcome to Sports and Jesus Podcast. Uh, here with Dalen today. And before we get started, I want to thank our. Our sponsors, our partner, uh, Lofty Leather Co., um, Lofty Leather Company. You can go check them out at loftyleatherco.com. Uh, they got some really, really cool stuff for sale right now. Uh, leather wallets, shirts, hats. Um, great guys. And hopefully we'll be doing some more partnership type stuff with them in the future. If you want to check out our Instagram, you can see some of their their products. They they helped us out with uh, uh, some hats in the past, and so big fan of of Lofty Leather. You can check them out on Instagram or Facebook, or like I said, LoftyLeatherCO.com. But uh, but yeah, we're back. Uh, so get a lofty for your softy. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure what that means. Your sweetheart. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, get your sweetheart some wallets. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um so yeah. So a lot has happened since our last episode. I know we talked about I feel like we always talk about wanting to have some consistency. One day we'll get there. Um it's been a crazy few months, Thank but you, uh, food man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they, uh, it's like right when we were like, all right, let's get consistent. Uh, Dalen got a really awesome, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, promotion. And uh, but with that promotion came a lot more hours. Is and it ben, uh, ben Parker, Peter Parker's uncle. Yeah, his famous quote: "With greater res- power comes greater responsibility." Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. not really power, but. A lot of more responsibility. Yeah. And with more responsibility comes more time, I feel like, is what he would have said next. What Tommy Pickle say? I don't want no more responsibilities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but, but yeah. So, uh, one day we'll be more consistent. But uh, thank you all for joining us. Thank you all that have been patient with us for, for years now. Um but yes, let's let's dive into some some sports. So, as of right now, when we're recording this on Saturday evening, we're actually currently watching the uh, men's handball gold medal match. Um, found a new sport that we're going to try as soon as we get done recording this. We're going to go attempt handball. I'm just kidding. I don't even know how to how to even do that. But I, I have soccer goals. We can just like try to play soccer with our hands, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. But yeah, so a lot of basketball has happened since we last talked. NBA play. I think I think our last episode was maybe at the beginning of the playoffs. Yeah. And so we've got an NBA champion, the Milwaukee Bucks. Congratulations to them. A surprise champion, I'd say. Um. And so we'll we'll dive into that a little bit. We'll talk NBA playoffs, and then I, I also want to talk. World basketball, how the 
the how America has looked in the Olympics. Um, even though having said, even though they just won the gold medal, we just saw that happen. But uh, but yeah. So in the NBA, like I said the Bucks won. Giannis, uh, the Greek freak. Um, <laughs> I was going to try his last name, but uh, I'm too nervous <laughs> with a microphone in front of me. Antetokounmpo. Does that sound close to right? Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, won his first championship. Uh, in a really impressive fashion that I know for, for me, that's one of the, like, I mean, he, he's been great during the season, but he, to see someone like, especially in that last game where they won to see him take his game to that level where, I mean, he was what, like 90, I mean, this is a dude that's known for not making free throws, right? And mm-hmm. he shot like 90% free throws in that last game. Shot a bunch of them. I mean, that was just that was just super impressive. It kind of reminded me of um, that year that the, the Mavericks won and, and Dirk just kind of went off the whole yeah. – <laughs> like the whole playoffs. Yeah. In a way he never did before or after that. Yeah, I have seen a lot of comparisons between the two, so – I definitely agree. Completely different games, though. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. As far as big man, but yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, but unexpected, like you said, triumphant victors. Yeah, yeah. The Suns was, I mean, that was unexpected too. I mean, I think, I think by the time we got to the finals, we knew the Suns were a pretty good team. Mm-hmm. But just to see a team that has not been very good for what seems like. Five, ten years. I mean, it seems like they haven't been good since Steve Nash left. Yeah. You know, which is a while ago. Actually, longer than five or ten years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, they've. Yeah. it seems like they're always, you know, in the draft lottery. I mean, I remember going to Grizzlies games. I typically go to games where the teams they're playing, the team isn't very good so that I can get tickets for cheaper. Mm-hmm. And I've seen the Suns play multiple times. So... <laughs> But then it's like you just add Chris Paul into that mix and they're one of the best teams in the NBA. Yeah. It's just amazing just what – I mean, that just – I've never seen somebody like pick somebody up in free agency or whatever. Um, I don't remember if he's a free agent or if they traded for him. But to pick somebody up that just made that much of a difference, like one player mm-hmm. make that much of a difference. Um, it was It was cool to see. I mean, he just made – which he's done that. I mean, to be fair, he's done that his whole career. I mean, yeah. everywhere he's been, he makes the people around him so much better. I mean, look at Blake Griffin at, and, when he's not with Chris Paul. Look it, at yeah. DeAndre Jordan when he's not with Chris Paul. You know, it's and you say that, and then I think that's the differential factor as far as why he couldn't advance because he makes other people better, but you know, him alone doing that isn't enough. Because you can't, you know, sure, there have been players probably who have propelled a team to victory. But, you know, it's still a team sport. So, if you can't have at least one other guy pull some weight, it's going to be mighty hard to do it. Especially when you have a team that's uh, shooting like most of those teams in the playoffs were. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm sorry. I'm trying to go live on Facebook right now, and somehow now I have a gold medal on my face. I don't know what happened. Now I've got <laughs> cat ears. 
Um, but yeah, so NBA playoffs, I would say it was one of the most interesting playoffs in a while. Mm-hmm. I, I think we talked about this on our last episode, but just there, there wasn't, I mean, we, you know, there was like four years in a row that we knew it was going to be mm-hmm. Warriors versus um, Cavs, you know. Mm-hmm. And before that, we knew it was going to be the Heat versus somebody. Like, it's just – and even last year, I mean, you kind of had a feeling like the Lakers were going to – if if they were healthy. they. But this year, you just – I had no idea. Yeah. Like, I would have – I mean, the two teams that ended up in the finals would have been way down on my list. Yeah especially to to play each other but that's why that's why it was exciting so the as i mentioned earlier the us basketball team uh just won a gold medal and uh which was usa what usa usa man oh USA. yeah yeah i was like i don't know For those who i don't know that player be, i don't be here who uh yeah, so so our patriotism is is at an all time high, uh, but uh, for me especially <laughs> as a soccer fan, on another level, we just beat Mexico for the second time this summer. Uh, we beat them in the the uh, Gold Cup final. Our basically our our C team with a few B team players beat mostly their A team, which is awesome. Uh, super excited! I get to see us play Canada in a World Cup qualifier in a few weeks. So, yeah, really excited about that. Um, We actually bumped up to, I think we're ranked number nine in the world, which we moved up 11 spots. Really? We're now ahead of Mexico, Germany, and the Netherlands. Wow. All all powerhouses historically. So, so good things are happening in men's soccer if you're an American. You need to check that out and check them out when they play Canada. Uh, Women's soccer is doing pretty well too, aren't they? Well, yeah, they got beat. They won the bronze. Okay. Yeah. They got beat by Canada, who yeah, won the gold. Still, still in the yeah. The so yeah, it, they're kind of in a. I mean, they, they've historically been dominant, yeah. and but the those these players that have been so dominant are now kind of. It, we're getting close to a transition period Mm -hmm. and it's kind of, you know, it's always hard when you do that, especially with those players that have won, you know, Olympic gold in the past have won multiple world cups, women's world cups. And so, you know, you want to start to kind of transition younger players in, but these players are so, I mean, these are some of the best women's players Mm -hmm. in history. Mm -hmm. You know, how do you transition them out without, you know, you still want to honor them and all they've. So, it's kind of it's it's difficult. Uh, that's that's always difficult. Um, I think I think we're kind of seeing some of that in the NBA as well. Um, yeah, but I think it historically that it's a little when it comes to just a sport, it's a little more can be a little more ruthless than when it's a like a team that has done so much for their country, but um. But yeah, so what we're talking. Oh yeah, so men's basketball. Um, and for those of y'all that are watching on, um, we just went live on Facebook. Just kind of a premiere of what this new episode is going to be on. Um, so yeah, so if you want to catch the uh, the rest of it, 
go. You can find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or really anywhere you get your podcast. Um, come check us out. Listen to it. Uh, we are a, we've moved back to a audio only, uh, podcast just because we don't have the resources yet to make a good visual podcast, but we'll get there. Um, if anybody wants to help us in that, that'd be great. But, uh, but anyways, so it seems like in basketball that the rest of the world has, uh, caught up with the U S developed their talents and found ways to, like you said, catch up. Yeah. It, which is exciting for me because I mean, of course I, I want the U S to win. You don't always want to beat up on people. Yeah. Like I like to see that competitiveness. I like to not know the, I like to not know the U S is going to win, but then they win anyways. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it's it's been really interesting just to see how big basketball has become. I mean, I, I would almost argue at this point, basketball is probably the second most popular sport worldwide. Mm. I don't know. Maybe rugby. Yeah, but rugby's really like... Not here, at least. Rugby's popular internationally, but even you think rugby is really only super popular. Like it's it's only the most one of the most popular sports in like maybe four or five countries. You know, like it's super popular in your Australia, your New Zealand, your South Africa, your I mean, England. But it's yeah, not Scotland, like, Scotland, like they're playing Rugland, Rugland, rugby, <laughs> other places, but like it's not. It's typically rugby is really only popular in countries that were uh, part of the uh, British Empire, mm-hmm. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. It's and not basketball like, is a lot easier to play, so it's yeah. a lot easier to pick up. Yeah, basketball is becoming popular in Africa, mm-hmm. all over Europe. It's super popular in Asian countries. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's it's pretty popular in South America as well. Like it's hit. Every continent, yeah. um, in a way that I mean, like baseball, you know, is popular in certain, really popular in certain countries. Yeah. Um, but it's not, you know, they're not playing a lot of baseball in like Italy, but uh, they do play baseball in Italy. But uh, we actually have a player for our local new minor league team, the Trash Pandas. That is, he's Dutch and he played in Italy. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go Trash Pandas. I'm actually, if you're watching the live, I'm wearing a trash panda shirt. And Grizzly's hat, hashtag Grind City. I'm getting so frustrated at NBA um, trading and free agency. The Grizzlies are getting rid of like all my favorite players. Grayson <laughs> Allen's gone. Giannis Valanciunas is gone. I'm really sad about those two. But, uh, but yeah, so, yeah, I think basketball is, it's exciting to see where it is internationally now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And to even think like they're like, I mean, you think of like the top 10 basketball players in the NBA, there's a bunch of them that aren't American. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Luca, you got Giannis, um, you got, oh, I can't think of his name. What's the guy for the Nuggets? Big guy. Strike a blank. Yep. Yeah. Joe, Jokic. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Him. I mean, you've just you've got really oh, good no. international, um, international players. But uh, back in the day, it was Pedro Storakovich. Yeah, yeah, that was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've always had a handful of international players, yeah. but now Steve. I think most NBA players. I mean, most NBA teams are going to have at least four or five yeah. not American players on their team. Yeah. I think you see that in the uh, the Olympics. But, yeah, so we want to transition because we can talk basketball the whole time, and we're already 15 minutes in and we've talked basketball. But uh, we'll move. We're going to talk some Texas-Oklahoma, but uh, them joining the SEC, we can, we'll move into that maybe next time. But uh, I know – Dalen can't stop talking about the uh, the track um, competitions in the Olympics and how uh, I guess been some surprises and some. I by the way, before we start talking track, um, my argument is that track racing sprinting is the uh, probably the oldest sport to exist. Um, got an argument with that man. That maybe boxing forms of boxing. But uh, but I mean I feel like from the time like I feel like in the garden you know Cain and Abel probably raced at some point yeah to see who was fastest I yeah, mean they, they definitely they probably, knew between them yeah which one was fastest they probably raced before they boxed yeah. I would I would probably say that well but then again I don't know <laughs> I don't know yeah if anything it was more so of a one sided fight yeah if, if they boxed I mean, well, well yeah one ended up killing the other one so <laughs> yeah <laughs> but. So. I thought they were boxing, and then Kane brought a rock. But uh, <laughs> this is year one. We don't fight fair. Yeah, <laughs> some <laughs> biblical humor for you. But um, but yeah. So uh, you want to update us on how some some of the major storylines when it comes to the races? I know you said there's been some Italian surprises. Yeah, the um, first, the one hundred, the men's one hundred, the men's two hundred, and the men's four by one relay. None of them were taken by USA runners. Uh, is that, so or, that, that's a surprise? Or Jamaican runners. Let me say that as well. So, yeah, Canadian uh, DeGrasse won the 200 meter. Uh, Marcel Jacobs won the 100 meter. And Italy, who also Marcel Jacobs ran for, won the 4 by one So, yeah, I mean, uh, and, and boy, in the 4 by one the last leg walked down great britain so it was it was pretty rough i mean he 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 straight up ate him up for about 40 meters step by step walking him down and what i mean by walking him down he ran him down <laughs> so uh italy hats off to you for taking home two of the bigger medals as far as when it comes to sprints uh, and then canadian degrasse uh, congratulations to you and uh the big another thing that we can I won't say really transition to, but it's a learning lesson. Uh, and even so, I would say he could have. I won't say he could have went a step further, but might have. Uh, the high jump, the man's high jump. Uh, the man from Qatar, or yeah, Qatar, shared the Olympic gold with an Italian jumper. They both couldn't pass thirty nine. Uh, not meters, but 39, I don't know, whatever the increment was. They both couldn't jump it. Uh, so they had to do a jump off. 
But the Qatar guy asked, could they share the medal? And the Italian was ecstatic and yelled a very heartfelt scream of joy for his newfound medal. Uh, So just as as we transition into the Christian side of this talk, uh, sharing is caring. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, he definitely showed a heart of humility by viewing his opponent, his competitor, as... uh, somebody worthy of sharing the crown or the gold rather i apologize for that noise in the background that was the uh live video being uploaded and then it started playing and so it was like us listening to us but uh but yeah so been a been a pretty exciting olympics been a i know a good summer for italy um mm-hmm. with them winning the the euros and which was crazy but um Anyways, so I kind of want to move into, it's going to kind of set up what our our Jesus portion is about today, but I want to talk uh, about Simone Biles and just kind of what what she's, just kind of her story. I mean, she's been definitely from the American standpoint, like she's been the story of the Olympics Mm -hmm. Um, with, if you, if you've been living under a rock, just between her, her going into the Olympics and the discussion of, you know, she's so, she's on so much of a different level than the rest of the competition that they should judge her differently, which sounds crazy, even say that out loud, to her not competing in, in events that she was the favorite in because of what we come to find out first we're led to believe it's injury. Then we come to find out it's uh, mental health, not be it or, or just having issues with just the pressure of it all um, to, you know, the, the backlash that has come because of that. And that's kind of what I want to talk about mostly is just the, first of all, like, like initially, what were your thoughts on when you heard she's not, competing because of she you know the way people are putting it as she she couldn't handle the pressure the pressure was getting to her so she dipped dipped out of some of the competition what, what was your first kind of as a as an athlete um that competed at a pretty high level what was your your knee-jerk reaction to that i wouldn't say she cracked under pressure but more so, my first thought was, yeah, it wasn't that the pressure made her cave. Uh, a few guys from Carver County used to say their coach said, pressure pressure burst pipes. I don't think that was the case. I don't think that her mental capacity from the pressure that people were bringing to her was causing her to step down or step away from the competition. But more so, personal life issues uh, and and. Like David said, that proved to be the case. Because if you, if you perform at a certain level and you know you're capable of doing that, it is not a fluke, but that you've trained day in and day out, that's your ability, then you know you don't have to worry about the pressure. Uh, and even if the judges were going to judge her to a stricter standard, uh, she that was just more opportunity to, for her to show them the the caliber of her athletic prowess uh 
But as news came out, her losing an aunt relatively close to the Olympic outing and uh, just the whole weight of it all bearing on her, uh, you know, it, it showed that people just didn't really understand, I guess. Yeah. And as I've, which this is going to get in, so, so our Jesus topic today is going to be judging others and um, judging others. Um, Healthily. What's the words I want to use? Charitably yeah, or critically. Um, and, and what's a healthy way to judge others and an unhealthy way to judge others. And so, but we're going to get into that after the break. So, but, but just thinking of that, um, trying to judge the, give, trying to be charitable here. I mean, I think when you, you try to put yourself in, in her shoes, which I think is, is a, a good thing to do when it comes to the way you think about others is try to think of the circumstances that surround her and all the difficulties that she's had. Um, some, some uniquely and some, um, like, like for example, gymnastics is, you know, most of these athletes are very, very young. Um, and, and she obviously last time was very young. She's one of the older ones now, but still, you know, she's one of older in gymnastics terms, but she's what, like 20, 21, 22. I mean, yeah. something like that. And she is, I would say the most famous athlete, the most famous amateur ath- athlete in the Olympics. Um, obviously, you know, you throwing out Kevin Durant and the NBA players. But I would say, like, definitely from an American standpoint, mm-hmm. she is the face of the Olympics, the face of the U.S. So you've got that in a way that she wasn't last go-round. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got that pressure. And then you've got the difficulty of you train so hard for the 2020 Olympics to get to where your body is and your mind is in prime, you know, at its peak, then to at the literally like a month or two before it happens, they decide they're going to push it back a year. Mm-hmm. And so as you, I'm sure as you're training for that, you're thinking, you know, this is the relief is coming. This is almost over. Oh, I've got a whole nother year of this, that difficulty. And then with her, the uniqueness of she's she's at this point she's the only Olympian, the only gymnast that's a survivor of the um, I forget his name, the doctor that was mm. did all the sexual abuse. She's the only survivor of that that's on this Olympic team. So I mean, having gone through that in the past, also and the all the stuff that she's had to go through because of that in the last five years, um, as that has been, you know, in the news and and all that. So, so like, I, I get it. I mean, I, I couldn't, (laughs) I couldn't, I mean, I, I understand it. I don't know. You know, I, I couldn't imagine what all that is like, um, to go through, but I think you've got to, and, and I think, I mean, it would have been awesome had, you know, I think in some situations, some people 
go through stuff like that and they they respond by just being like super clutch and pushing through it and overcoming all that and that's awesome but i think it's perfectly fine too to say this is just more than i can handle and and the way she presented it which i respect is because i'm going through this there are girls that could be competing in my place that have a better chance than me in this mental state to to win um and so i think that's that's cool and i think that's still being a team player and Mm -hmm. and all that so i don't i definitely don't think any less of her for for making that decision and um and it's just it's hard to understand the mental state somebody's in yeah um and i don't think i don't think you can really judge someone for for that but that's those those are my thoughts on it um but definitely like you said you just take a step back and try to consider what's going on with them and why was she like you know like you said she was a favorite so why would she step down if she felt pretty confident in her own abilities and uh you know had to take a step back and realize and like you said she was humble and to give other people a chance and realize that she could do that for them yeah absolutely so um so yeah so we've already kind of given you some hints about what we're about to talk about in the Jesus stuff but yeah we're going to take a a short break the um the music as always is brought to you by no big deal and so uh go check them out uh their links and which songs we use is going to be in the bio lofty leather um go check them out follow us on social media we're on facebook and we're on instagram and yeah um communicate with us Send us messages if you have. Next time, we're probably going to dive into more of the Texas, Oklahoma, joining the SEC. And uh, so if you got any thoughts on that, if you've got any topics you'd like to see us cover, um, you know, let us know. Hoping to hoping that once COVID kind of clears things up to do another live show at some point. But got all kinds of ideas. Um, if you want to, to join us, you know, we've got got starting to have a list lined up of interviews that we're going to have, and um, throwing some some invites of out there of people to to join us. Um, kind of want to build. You know, our, our vision for this is to not j- not just be a podcast, but kind of build a a community around all this. So, I uh, would love to. As many of you have already reached out to us, and many of you are already part of this community, um, we appreciate you. But, uh, we will um, we'll be back if you want to talk let's talk but right here make sure you're walking your talk is constant hey i seen it all before i heard chat that they all adore one week looking like they all aboard next day they don't even walk the walk i've been here since a bust out aqua cutting through asda all black master now i'm too grown for acting gaffer trying to pay off my madre's gaff cuz took the wife and there's that's peak add the spice to color rubby that's me my advice off the order i seen christ alone he don't promise you don't say that, you know that man don't pay that.
trying to stunt in your rentals. I too wanna cry, get a Maybach. I don't wanna cause no problems. I just wanna live my life, but I keep on hearing about nonsense. Me and my dons ain't mobsters, but you know when you see imposters. We know how to read them faces, same way you know how to read them comments. If you wanna talk, let's talk, but around here, make sure you walk and your talk is constant. What, 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 what nonsense? We're back. Welcome to the Jesus portion, or if you're listening to this on To Live As Christ podcast, welcome. Either way, welcome back. Today we want to talk about judging, about uh, judging others, and we we live in a culture where judging others is always presented as a negative thing even though it's it's constantly done by everyone it's almost um, expected yeah but yet to be rejected y- yes well, yeah that rhymed yep we're rappers <laughs> but um <laughs> yeah so what we want to talk about is we kind of we think there are two different when it comes to judgment and and what we're talking about mostly today and we'll get into God judging but we're talking about mostly like person to person judgment uh horizontal judgment not not vertical judgment um God has the right to judge whatever he wants to judge. Say it's not much to talk about there. Yeah. I mean it is, but it isn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, so so yeah, so we're talking about person to person judgment and we we think we believe biblically that there is healthy judgment and unhealthy judgment. Mm-hmm. And and the way we've kind of defined it as the healthy judgment is charitable judgment and the unhealthy judgment is more critical judgment so that's kind of the way we've and obviously we've done it down a little bit you can get a lot deeper into it but this is just kind of a a bird's eye view of it but so we want to talk about first charitable charitable judgment um healthy judgment but before we go any further um we're going to read it you kind of see the uh the differences here in um, I'm going to read Matthew chapter seven verses one through six. Um, Judge not that you be not judged, for with the judgment you pronounce you will be judged, and with the measure you use it will be measured to you. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother? Let me take the speck out of your eye when there is the log in your own eye. You hypocrite. First take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. So, um, the judgment there that Jesus is talking about is the unhealthy, critical judgment. Condemnation. So, but we want to make the argument you know, because that starts off, don't judge. We want to make the argument that there are some times where judgment is okay. Um, charitable judgment is okay. Because ultimately, like, you can't escape some form of judgment. Evaluation. Like, yes. Yes. You're going to form opinions on every person you know and every person you come in contact with. 
and every person you see on TV and every person you read about in books or in the paper. Like you're just every person that is known to you. There's going to be some form of evaluation or judgment there. And, and that's okay. So it's not saying don't, don't form opinions on people. Don't, and it's not even saying don't form opinion people based on their actions or, or whatever. Um, because you do want like, especially like in, in different areas, you want to have, you want to have healthy evaluations of people. Um, you want to, like, if you're, if you're single and you're dating, like, you want to evaluate people and make a healthy, make healthy decisions in that area. You want to judge someone's character and date someone that has, you know, that has high character. Not want um, to, you need to. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, when you're, you know, at, at your church, when they're, you know, put a, a pastor and elder up front and you're going to vote on them or, or whatever, or, you know, you want to judge them helpfully. You want to evaluate them. You want to try to figure out if they'll be a good fit or if they have, you know, high character. Um, you know, you want to do those things. You want to, you're going to judge, you know, if you're between churches, you're going to, you know, you want to judge those things in a healthy way. And we think a healthy way is a charitable way, right? Um, so what we mean by that is thinking... Another way to help, say a cop arrives to a scene, he's going to evaluate the scene, apprehend suspect, but he's not going to pass the judgment. Hmm. Uh, so he's going to, as I said, make the necessary yeah he's bringing decisions. no condemnate yeah 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 um so so yeah so we want to do that charitably and what that means is um especially people that you have real relationships with your friends your family especially within the marriage context you want to look for and and kind of define people by the positive things about them and not the mistakes they've made. So you want to judge people in a way that's full of grace and full of love um, because that's obviously how God judges us as Christians. You know, you don't want to, so you don't want to think a certain way about somebody based on a mistake that they made 15 years ago. You know, um, you know, you don't want to, I, I mean, you want to, love people you want to think highly of people you want to um so we were talking about before we turn the microphones on a way that this kind of an example of this of judging someone healthily or unhealthily is the way you know we, we both said that we've heard people use the excuse of why they never help someone in need or never help say never help a, a homeless person they never give them money um because they they just know that they're going to use that money for something bad, whether it be cigarettes or drugs or whatever. And so we would say that's, that's an unhealthy way to judge people. Um, we, th I, I mean, ultimately I think a lot of times that's just a cop out for not helping somebody, <laughs> but like you, you based on that person's situation, you judging, acting, you don't know that person acting like, you know, that person well enough to know what decisions they're going to make. Um, and then even treating that in a way like you're not responsible for what decisions they make. You're responsible on whether you help them or not, or whether you're charitable to them or not. Um, so 
and obviously there are limits to that. I mean, you want to stay safe. We also talked about, you know, you don't want to just, you know, you see a guy on the side of the highway with a machete and just, you know, you, well, I'm going to think the best about people. He must be using that machete to cut down trees. I'm going to give him a ride to, you know. Um, so you just, you want to be wise, but you want to in, be intentional about not thinking the worst in people. Yeah. Because yeah. as the verses says in Matthew, you know, we're, we have, we often see, you know, we focus on the speck in someone else's eyes when there's a log in our own eye. Um, you know, to judge someone critically is basically implying that you're perfect. You know, yeah. not showing grace to someone is saying I'm not someone that needs grace. Is is what you're, you're tr- <coughs> sorry, is what you're saying that you believe. We put trees before our own eyes, so that we, or we we see trees in our own eyes, but not able to see the forest that we're in the midst of. Um, as you said, so the mirror that we often tend to neglect, uh, we turn towards others and treat it as a two-way mirror that we can see out of, but not see into. So, like you said, judging others is easy. It comes easy because we don't have to self-evaluate. We don't have to uh, think hard and long about ourselves and and realize the condemnation that is coming to us we can simply look at others and feel safe behind the mirror yes yeah absolutely and um so, so that's kind of so. Want to dive into more the um, the unhealthy side or the kind of the the blanket statements of of not judging. Well, I was just thinking about something that kind of came to my mind going into that. Uh, the LGBTQ community uh, canceled cancel culture canceled a rapper known by the name of the baby uh because apparently he made some hobophobic comments so he was uh released from his duties by performing at a not a convention a arts festival so to say so they like i said they they spoke up and got what they wanted by saying that we don't want him here and then I seen somebody else post, well, why can't the straight community cancel? I can't. Uh, I think it was Little Nas for the things that he's done. Uh, that is judging one way by the one community judging the other and pretty much condemning him for what he did, and then also trying to make it to where you can judge in the same manner as that other community. Uh, so like David said, it happens all the time, but when it happens to you, you don't want it to happen. So, yeah. 
And and that's that's exactly that's that's a good segue into like unhealthy judgment is I like the word Dalen used is condemning is condemnation is um that it's it's that you're condemning someone based on their their actions and why why that's wrong is as we talked about in in Matthew 7 is because you've got a log in your own eye um it also in Romans chapter 2 starting in verse 1 therefore you have no excuse O man every one of you who judges for in passing judgment on another you condemn yourself because you the judge practice the very same same things so he's saying when you you cancel someone else or condemn someone else because they have views or because they have thoughts that you disagree with or because or because they've done something that is wrong and and that might be true but you cancel them you're how can you do that because you've also done things wrong mm-hmm. you also have there's also something you have the wrong view on somewhere um and so that that's kind of the heart of it is why are we not called to condemn others because we ourselves deserve condemnation. Mhm. Mhm. Um, not only deserve it we're going to receive it. Uh and I, I when I say were I meant uh let me let me rephrase it we were going to receive it. Yes. If you are in the Christ. Yeah. Uh, so to clear that up sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus received that for us. Yeah. Yeah. Um we were we were so worthy of condemnation that Jesus was condemned for us. Um, yeah, absolutely, and that's that's the heart of it. Is mm-hmm. again, you have a log in your own eye. That's why. So, so what does that that can look like? A bunch of different things that can come with. Um, you know, obviously, sinful judgment is you know a lot of like prejudice, whether it be because of someone's race or because of someone's gender or because of someone's social status. Political um, affiliation. Yeah. Typically unhealthy judgment comes with almost all gener- generalizations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you see it a lot. I, I like what Dalen just said. You see it a lot kind of today. You see, I would say, you know, we, we've talked a little bit of politics on this show and we would say, you know, we're, we're kind of somewhere in the middle. Um, we have views that would, on different areas that result in us not really um, holding to either side, left or right. Um, but I see on both sides so quick to judge others, but then such a dislike for them being judged by the opposite side, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you look at just for example, this whole the the vaccine thing. Mm-hmm. How people on both sides are just going crazy. Oh, it's, people are getting up in arms about it, and it's getting to the point to where people are being ostracized because of their stance on it being either for or against. Yeah. So. Yeah, when it's like, um, I mean, different. I mean, just all kinds of different things. You see, both sides are just. They treat, they judge others and then condemn them. Um, or you even see, I, I see it a lot from both sides in like, so for example, let's go with uh, a lot of what you see when it comes to the whole critical race mm. discussion <laughs> or at, as I think the, the critical race boogeyman. 
of you see the the judgment comes with oh you're you talk about racial reconciliation oh you're for you know social justice in some way mm-hmm. then you're this then you're this then you're this then you're mm-hmm. a marxist then you're a mm-hmm. communist then you're uh you know liberal leftist like it it just it's this slippery slope that results in really you know bearing false witness but that's a whole nother discussion but it's it's just that judgment that comes just heaping condemnation on someone based on something that's honestly like a lot of it is not i it you see it a lot within the church mm-hmm. you see it a lot when People in the church try to make gospel issues out of things that aren't gospel issues. Mm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I've heard churches split over whether or not the carpet should be green or red. Yeah. You know? Or or people calling you a heretic because you have a different view of them on, you know... Communion. Yeah. Or racial reconciliation yeah. or... Even you if know, you identify with a certain camp uh, on yeah. one side of that racial reconciliation yeah argument you know you might not hold all their views but if you identify or support certain people they're automatically going to label you as such yeah and and here's the deal a lot of it i think comes from so before i before i get there let me say this judging others in this unhealthy sinful way that jesus condemns in, in matthew and paul condemns in romans Judging others critically, judging others, looking, focusing on someone else's faults or perceived faults while ignoring your own is sinful yet natural. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so sinful. Yeah. <laughs> Which, and that's in our, in our, our culture too. It, it's, like we live in a culture that says if something's natural, then it can't be wrong. We completely reject that. We mm-hmm. we believe in total depravity. Like we are born into sin, and like our natural bent is towards sin. And I think it, it applies here too. Our natural bent is towards judging others. And I think what that is is it's really a like a lot of times it's a a desire to protect ourselves. Deflection. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a desire, like it makes us judging others, makes us feel better about ourselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, thinking the worst in others, um, it it protects us from. We think it protects us from being hurt. Um, it, but, but ultimately, like you know, we're called to not judge others, and that's what we're going to be held accountable on. So if you, like, it's people think it's so dangerous if you think positively about somebody. And then they end up being the person that was who they were if you would have thought negatively about them. You know, like say mm-hmm. they've got, you know, they, they've they made this huge mistake. And then if you give show them grace and focus on their positives and don't judge, and judge, you judge them charitably and not critically. And then they make that mistake again. Ultimately, like that, you're not held accountable for that. Mm-hmm. You're only held accountable for that way you judge them or that way you treat them. You're mm-hmm. not held accountable on if they make mistakes or not. They mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Like if they, I mean, if, but people just can't. I mean, and I get it's a hard concept to, but but there's no reason saying someone has 
made mistakes in their past or saying someone has faults or saying something like that's no reason to not treat them with charity. Yeah. If anything, like you're, like you just said, the charitable type of judging, we're supposed to help them see and help them evaluate themselves. Not that's saying we evaluate them. We're supposed to help them get to that point to where they can evaluate themselves and the situations that they put themselves in. So like you said, you know, we we act as a counsel for them or a, an advisor, help them contemplate their decisions and their actions to where they can then, uh, if we do something for them or we, as you said, uh, don't judge them in the negative way, they can see, well, oh, yeah, I messed up. I can see why so-and-so would have said that about me, but you didn't. You know, you, you helped me out by giving me a chance uh yeah and and that's what we're that's what we're called to do i mean that's what and and ultimately it why why is judging another reason why is judging someone in that way condemning them a sin is you are doing the deeds of your father what satan said about the israelites uh, you know, that's, you know, Hasatan, the adversary, the accuser. You know, that's what he does is he recuses us to God and and to ourselves makes us, uh, you know, think about our frailties and our faults and our sins and bring those things to light in our own eyes. Uh, and as you said earlier, our natural state, our depraved state, we follow those sins, those deeds, if we aren't led by the spirit uh so yeah absolutely yeah mm. and so kind of wrapping it wrapping it all up um so don't condemn others don't judge others based on their um don't think the worst in other people and um and trust god with that think the best in people and then if they don't end up being that then that's not on them you're you're only you can only control how you treat others, um, not how they treat you, and not even if they hurt you or whatever. Um, because we do that because that's the way God has treated us. He he <laughs> doesn't see the worst in us to the extent that he doesn't see in us what deserves condemnation. He sees the best in us, which is Jesus. And therefore, he, because of that, he doesn't condemn us. He gives us eternal life. And he does that even knowing, and we know also, that we're going to do things in the future that deserve condemnation. But he still loves us. He still doesn't give us condemnation. He still gives us charity and grace. And like I said, sees the best in us, which is Jesus and his perfection. And so if that's not a good enough reason to not judge others um, critically, then I don't know what is. So give, you know, have charity for people. Have charity for people that disagree with you on um, on different issues. Have charity with people who, and this is going to be crazy this, to my Christians out there, have charity on people who are even not Christians or even have heretical views uh, like st- 
it doesn't say, you know, don't judge. You know, it doesn't say that only applies to other Christians. It just says don't judge. Like, don't, because we know the only difference, the only reason we're not heretics or we're not pagan or we're not atheist is the grace of God. Mm -hmm. And so, so judge everyone with charity. Don't let the book stop it. Thou shalt not judge. But as he said, you know, we be charitable, be forgiving, be gracious. Um, love people. Simply put. <laughs> yes. <laughs> love love people, love God. Like yes. it's and and so love love people that and you can I'm not saying, you know, don't stand up for things that you think are right. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is don't hate people that disagree with you. On those issues. Something like, me and David were just talking about. Won't necessarily get into it. But it applies to this. You know, going back to the spirit. If if you don't vigilantly keep that mindset of question, not questioning the spirit, but questioning things by the spirit, uh, looking through a spiritual lens, and you tend to gravitate back towards the natural man, the sinful man, the carnal man that is, uh, you are steadily fighting with instead of realizing that the body has been put to death, then you're going to mess up and not be able to do that. And But like David said, there's going to come times where that happens. Uh, we are uh, very fragile and very frickle. So we have to be vigilant and constantly try to keep the spirit at the forefront. Yep. So, love God, love people, don't judge. Walk in the Spirit. Yep. <laughs> um, if you got any suggestions on, if you got anything to add to that, we'd love to continue this conversation. Um, like I said earlier, you can find us on social media. Check us out. We got accounts. You can contact us that way. Uh, this episode is brought to you lo- by Lofty Leather. Lofty Leather. Um, that's loftyleatherco.com. You can check there on Instagram. They've got some awesome stuff. Go check them out. Uh, hopefully, we'll be doing more stuff with that partnership in the future. You can check out our Sports and Jesus Instagram, see some of the stuff that they've, uh, some stuff they've made for us. Super talented. Uh, great. Good friends, great people. Check them out. I'll, I'll say this and let you continue to con- continue to close. Tupac had it right, but he also had it wrong when he said only God can judge me. He has that right that only Josh has the authority to judge us. But at the same time, don't be a fool. Don't let uh, that kind of thinking dictate how you live your life. Yeah, that that statement should actually cause you to live your life better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but but yeah, so check us out. Let us know anything that you'd like to talk us to talk about in the future. Um and we will Oh yeah, music, no big deal, and essay. We'll catch you on the video. Hickory, dickory, die, deal at the 
I could probably flex like Where are all the rappers that you said hype? Nowhere to be found and now my set like Hold the culture down, they told me talk like I was Ted, right? Resurrect the tribe just like I met Fife you boys need to meditate instead of fake Celebrate on IG Depression make you medicate with my lead But what's that in your IV? And yeah, I'm sending shots like Rocky to your body Before you overdose I rope a dope like I was Ali Versus methadone Just check the method, man Indy try forever You are not a distant second And got the Holy Ghost It's holy smoke You catch it second hand And I spent your whole advance On my wedding, man but I would never flex like that And anytime I do I just repent and get right back Competitive like that The scripture is a sedative like that I'm set on the right track I'm destined to fight back We don't wrestle like it's flesh and blood She say won't he do it I say yes he does Couldn't care less if you covered in what I'm coming with Covered in the blood